Real Church Matters, episode 28. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with... Antoinette. What's up, guys? Antoinette Allen. How are you? Good. You good? <laughs> Why are you looking? That's what's up. Yeah. So, Real Church Matters. We talk Real Church Matters because Real Church Matters. matters. You can visit us online now at realchurchmatters.com. Yes, the website is done. Website is done. beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, since I did it. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the toughest thing is not having employees, so you got to do work. And if something's not done, who are you going to fuss at? So apologies for the website not being done. It's finally getting done. You'll be able to click on the episodes. You'll be able to see the scriptures we're referring to maybe some other um bible study notes that i think may help um just excited about it you can go on there and also there's a link to our facebook and twitter on there so please like us follow us share us all of that there's also a link right up in the upper right hand corner that takes you to go do Likewise. Yes, likewiselife.com. And to follow me is go do likewise on Instagram and Facebook. Um, there's also a link on uh, on the website to Patreon, where if you want to support us financially, um, you can donate as low as a dollar a month. That's Patreon forward slash Real Church Matters. Patreon.com forward slash Real, Real Church, Church Matters. Matters. Or just simply go to realchurchmatters.com. And you can click it right in the upper right-hand side. Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, it's that simple. Shout out to Timothy White. Yes, our new patron this month, this week. Yeah, who, who gave. Hopefully he's not the only one for this month. But <laughs> if he is, you know, God bless it. Remember, we are all about obedience. Yes. Obedience before audience. That's right. But since we got an audience. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Episode 28. What are we going to talk about in episode 28? We're talking about culture. Talking about culture. We're talking about the world. We're talking about systems. And I think it's it's so interesting because most of our engagement with that word world, for those of us who grew up in, you know, church, you heard about the world. You heard about worldly. Secular. You heard about secular. But I don't think that we truly understand what that means because oftentimes when we're talking about the world, we're always using people. Yeah, or things that we see or hear and, yeah. So I think it goes a lot deeper. It does. I think that um, when pastors are preaching and they're talking about 50 Cent and Diddy, when they're talking about rap music, when they're talking about homosexuality and abortion, they're talking about things that are systemic of a system. Mm -hmm. They themselves are not the system. They're not the problem. And oftentimes we are grabbing arms and we're ready to fight against the very thing that we're supposed to reach out and save from the system. Yeah, or even when we're trying to teach our kids about, you know, understand the world and worldliness and stuff like that, I feel like a lot of that gets lost in the conversation. Like, you start start, talking about music and, you know, cursing. You start creating these worlds where, honestly, we were brought up, we are to isolate ourselves from people. Mm Mm-hmm. Who are worldly, yeah. not realizing that we shouldn't be isolating ourselves from them, 
but it goes a lot deeper. Yes, it's the system it's that we system. should be. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that system because that system is everywhere we go. It is. And honestly, I don't know if we are aware of it, but I hopefully after listening to this podcast, you're like, I see it now. Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know what to do from there with it. Yeah. So jumping right in, First John 2 and 16 tells us what the system truly is or what it's comprised of. It says, for all that is in the world is people. No. It said, all that's in the world is the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life. Is not from the Father, but is from the world. When we talk about systems, we're talking about something that has input and output. You look at your computer, and no matter how fancy your computer is, you can distill it down to two basic things. Input, output. Mm -hmm. If you press J and you don't see a J pop up on the screen, something's Something's wrong with the system. Mm -hmm. That's all that this system is about. It's input, output. What is input into us? The lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. What is output? A mentality. A mentality. Yep. A sinful mentality. He says that lust, once it's conceived, becomes sin, and once sin has fully matured, it becomes death. Mm-hmm. This system is producing death. Yep. There's actually called, you know, some people will say that drug dealers are death dealers. <clears throat> but everything in the system is dealing death. Yep. Everything about the system is death. But I feel like Christians, we focus so much on the outcome, the mentality, like we said, that the system produces versus the actual system. That the system doesn't mind yeah. that we attack its product. Yeah. Because it's it going to build more. It should never yeah. touching the system. Yeah. It is constantly producing more. Yeah. It's kind of like when you have a computer with a virus on it and it keeps having pop ups and you yeah. keep closing them out thinking you keep that. Closing the pop ups. Yeah. So you're like, you know, I can't believe I had to shut down 20 pop ups today. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're tired of shutting down pop ups, why don't you go into the back end? Fix. Go into the system yep. and deal with what has inundated the system. Mm hmm. And see, that's talking about a system that is producing or working not according to the way it was meant to work. Yeah. But when we talk about this system that exists now, everybody's talking about fixing it like it's inundated with a virus. Mm -hmm. But it's not. This system is working how it's always been. Yep. It's always been this way. Yep. This system is is corrupt and it's running at top efficiency. And it's been running this way ever since Eve took partook of the fruit, ever since Cain shed blood of his brother. We've been running in this system. It isn't because of an Illuminati. It isn't a, a conglomerate of white people. It isn't the 1%. It isn't any nefarious, dark characters that are in the shadows pulling the strings of all the puppets. It's a system that hasn't a face yep. that is producing death mm-hmm. in every person who is connected with it. It's like the scripture says, we war not against the flesh, but against spiritual principalities. Right, yeah. It's like, that's, exactly. it's a deeper we're thing. To, we're going to get to that scripture. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get to that scripture. She's like, oh, really? I jumped straight No, no, it's, it's cool. Because that's exactly the problem. Yep. Is that people are constantly talking about the flesh and the blood. Mm-hmm. They're constantly talking about what they can touch, taste, see. Mm-hmm. I see homosexuals. 
They're the problem. Mm -hmm. I see abortion. That's it's the problem. the problem. I see drugs. That's the problem. I see, yeah. I see racism. I see things like in Charlottesville. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. It's not the problem. It's not the problem. Racism is not the problem. White man against black man is not the problem. But we're going to, everything is rooted from the system. And the system is dealing in desires of the flesh, the, the eyes, eyes, and, and the, the pride, pride of, life. of life. Yep. See, worldly people aren't the problem. Worldly people are caught up in a world system yes. that lacks the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. Jude, verse 18 through 20 says, they said to you in the last time, people have been telling us we be in the last days forever. <laughs> we are literally in the last times. We may not be in the last days, but we definitely are in the last times. And there will be scoffers following their own ungodly Godly passions. Passion. The lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, the pride of life. It, 19 says, it is these who cause Division. divisions. Worldly people, people of the world. Devoid of the spirit. Devoid of spirit. Mm -hmm. These are the people that are constantly, we're dealing with. We're yes. dealing with people who are connected to a world system that causes them to be a part of this strife, this division, this chaos from the racism that you see to the the the, the mass shootings yeah. to the the disproportionate amount of black men that are accosted and abused by the police and locked up on trumped up charges or small charges and getting uh, sentences that are disproportionate to what they've done. These, uh, this is a part of a system that's working great. Yeah, It's working great to create what? Division. Yeah. And I think part of it is recognizing that we all have that same, we're all human and we all were born and shaped in iniquity. So understanding that we were all born into this system, it, it changes the conversation because you're not looking at that person like, oh, that person's evil. No, you're saying this person has the same evil that I It's a part of the same had. system that I was detached from. I was pulled from. Yeah. That's when we say Jesus saved me. Yes. What do you think he saved you from? Mm -hmm. He saved me from a burning hell. Yes. But he also saved you from the system that created a person worthy of hell. Yes. He unplugged you from, from it, yeah. Come on, guys. What do you think people people were worthy of hell because they were created in a system that produces what? Desires that when conceived produce sin, which when mature produces death. Yep. Everything that's produced in that manner is worthy of hell, but Jesus came and he died and he saved us. He pulled us out of a system. Mm -hmm. Think of the matrix. <laughs> he was pulled out of a system. Yep. Once you're out of that system, you have been saved. Yes. He probably was like, man, I'd rather be back in that system. I, I mean, all of this <laughs> he did, yeah. seems worse. All of this seems more life and death. It seems more serious than me just at my cubicle doing what I'm doing. Do, do, do. Being caught up in the system, yeah. You got to understand, guys, there is a system going on that people are a part of. We can't focus on worldly people. We need to focus on the world that is producing worldly people. And those that world that we're talking about is not a government. It's not an a, a underground 
government. <laughs> it's not a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. It is a system that hasn't a face, isn't beating, bleeding. It is a system that is bigger than humanity. Yes. It is spirit driven. Yes. And that's even how you can have people who are in church and who have this knowledge about God and still struggle with these same with the system. system. Yeah. Because you're not system. looking at it as. Yeah. Realizing that you're caught up in homosexuality, let's say. Not realize, realizing that is a product of the system. Yes. So you focus in on that and then you don't realize the very system that produced homosexuality produced anger. <laughs> very system that produces homosexuality produces lying. Yep. The very system that produces homosexuality produces fornication, mm-hmm. produces uh, rape, produces incest. And it's and not a coincidence. What's the one where the kid they touch kids? Pedophilia. Pedophilia. Yeah. And it's not a coincidence that you're naming all things that exist heavily in the church. Like yeah. And, it's not yeah. a coincidence because people aren't dealing with not systems. realizing that we're partaking because we're focused on we think we're being holy because we're focused on system systematic things of the system instead of the system. Yeah. So we never are proactive. We're never attacking it at the root. Yes. We're just closing pop ups. Yep. Oh, we got a girl pop up. She's pregnant at our church. Yep. We, we need to keep these these girls need to keep their legs closed. Mm-hmm. How can she keep her legs closed if she can't even keep her heart closed to a system that is producing such things? Yep. I mean, let's get to the reality, folks. If you don't want to get to the spiritual nature of it, the thing that's within the thing that you can't really see, that it's a thing because you're so focused on the things <laughs> you can see. Yes. If you want to be like that, you might not be fit to be a Christian. Yeah. But for the Christian, we understand it. The seen is temporary, but the unseen is eternal. And there's an eternal struggle going on. Yeah. You're talking, well, most of the time we're talking about internal struggles, not realizing that there's an eternal struggle that is creating this, this issue in our hearts. It is. Yep. I'll, I'll say it again. Cause I kind of said it, but then it, it, there's a, we focus on the internal struggle, not realizing there's an eternal struggle that is going on that created this struggle in our hearts. Yeah. So what are we going to do about it? James 4, 1 through 2, he said, what causes quarrels? What causes fights among you? Is it the fact that you're white and black? Is it the fact that you want the General Lee statue to stay up? No, it's not. Is it the fact that black men are stronger, faster, or whatever we, people think? So it's many none reasons. Of that. It's none of it's that. none of that. He said, is it not this, that your passions are at war with you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. Yep. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and you quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. Who wants to ask? <laughs> Everybody just want to take. We live in a world where nobody wants to stop and ask God for anything. You just want to take. We we live in a world where everybody wants to con- conquer and control. Yep. And everybody wants and what everybody they want. Wants. And if they don't have, they're angry. And if they don't have, they're angry. And that's where these things that we focus on, like racism, 
are coming from a system that's deeper than skin color. Yes, because these when you look at these white nationalists, whatever you want to call them, they all they want, all they feel like is they're victimized. They feel like, you know, people are taking something from them. So, you know, when you you look at it like that, it's like... Do you think if they had everything they wanted, if every greed that they had, if that insatiable desire was constantly being met, you think that they would be focused on you? No, they wouldn't be. But it's the fact that they They want and don't have. So they hate you. (laughs) And that has nothing to do with your skin. Mm -mm. Has nothing to... But here's the thing. Before... Black people was even in the picture. There was division. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm talking about over in places where there were no black people, there was still fighting. There was still wars. Yep. There was still death. There was still conquering. There was still classism. There was still all of these forms of division. Why? Because it don't matter about our color, really. It doesn't. It's a system that is pitting us against each other, not a person in a White House, not a person in the Supreme Court. I'm talking about the system of this world before the foundations of any of this modernized government. A system of this world that thrives off of division. And people don't want to hear that because it changes the conversation. It doesn't let you look at that person and say he's evil. It makes you look at that person and say, oh, this person is caught up in an evil yeah. system. This is me- an innocent person <laughs> right. caught up in an evil system. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like You look at a person like David Duke. Or you go further back and look at an Adolf It's Hitler. hard, yeah. It's, it's hard to see them as a person trapped in a system. It's, it's hard to see them as anything other than a person that's heartless and is full well knowledge of what they're doing. But I'm not, I'm, I'm not absolving them of the things they've consciously done. What I'm saying is that consciousness was created by a system greater than them. Yes, that all of us are party to and connected to until we disconnect ourselves through the understanding of God's word. Yep. And fight. Fight. What are we fighting? Romans 12 and 2 tells us what we're fighting. He says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will, will of, of God, God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. We don't fight people. We fight conformity yeah. to a system. That's right. I'm fighting conformity to a system that wants to produce the very hatred that I see in this white man. It will produce in me. Yes. May not be towards him or may not be the same thing that is hated, but I share that hatred. Yeah. And that's what we don't understand is that we have to not conform to something greater than just racism, we have to not conform to the things that are producing hate in the first place. Yeah, and it brings up a good conversation as to why, like why Christians don't drink, why Christians don't listen to certain music, why Christians don't. It's like because we don't want to conform. We don't. We we've have we have a renewed mind, and right. it helps you change that conversation. Versus, oh, that's a sin. That's bad. That's this. No, I don't want to be conformed. That's it. My kids. I don't want my kids to engage with that stuff because I don't want thing, them to conform. I'm, I'm not fighting conformity to the thing, the symbols. Mm-hmm. Drinking is the symbol. Yeah. Secular music is a symbol. Yep. I I'm not telling you let your children listen to that music. What I'm telling you is that we should be teaching them to not conform to the system that produced that music. Yes. 
That music was not produced by your favorite producer. Metro Boomin didn't produce that. <laughs> what produced that was this system that is constantly teaching us to glorify lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life, so that we could produce sin and that sin could produce death. Nail on the head. That's it. You know what I'm saying? We mad at at little Kim. Little Kim is part of a system, and she's only spewing the mentality of the system that she's connected to. Yep. And she ain't even write half those lyrics. That's another. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. But she's part of a system, and it don't matter who writes. You're the part lyrics. of the most irrelevant. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it it, 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 her name has always been synonymous with church vernacular. That's true. The Diddies, the 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 Fifty Cent, Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Beyonces. These are these are names that become part of the world, the 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 worldly. Ideology right. that we that we focus on, right. not realizing they are part of a system that we should be trying to help destroy the system so that they can be free from the clutches of it. Yeah, not fix the system. The system don't need to be fixed. It's broke. It's, it's no. It's not broke. It. It's working just yeah. fine. It's working just fine. It's working the way it is intended to work. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? Once you introduce evil into the world, this is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Why are you? Why do you explain it any other way? Why are we focused on such something so small? Don't you don't? I don't want them to listen to the music, but I also understand I should be teaching them how not to conform to the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, which is what produces those things. Yep. Having never listened to Little Kim. There are many people who have acted out the things that are the subjects of those songs purely because they were born and shaped in a system that produces death. Yep. That's the reality. Yep. And made the same mistake. Put people in a place with no TV. You know what I'm saying? No. No type of influences. Pop pop culture references and stuff. Mm -hmm. The same things that affect our minds still affect theirs because of the system that exists in this world. Now, people say, well, you go to other countries and they don't have as many mass shootings as us. They don't have this. They don't have that. Because these, these things that we have going on, are constantly cultivated by our culture. Mm-hmm. Culture only feeds and directs and focuses the things that are innate in us. That's true. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, that's. It's, I mean, even that's why you, you know, as a kid, you gravitate towards. I remember being a kid. You know, I I like Little Bow and all that stuff. Like you, even though I was born and raised in church and listening to music, it's like you gravitate towards it because it connects to something that right. already exists. And then kids and then adults <laughs> looking at you like, look at that fast butt because mm-hmm. she listening to that music. What came first, the twerk song or the twerk? <laughs> That's a good. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What came first? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, what came first? People been twerking before there was a twerk song. Yep. Before there was a name for it, they was doing it. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? We just these people are just making the soundtrack to the system. Yep. The the songs aren't influencing as much as they are guiding. Mm-hmm. In someone who's already influenced, it said, "To the natural, all things are, are natural. natural. To the spirit, all things are spirit." He said, "We got to understand we are part of something bigger than simply SZA. <laughs> if SZA never existed and she never wrote a song called The Weekend, 
there will still be people who used their time on the weekend for the very thing she talking about in that song. Yep. People have been not redeeming the time for a long time. It didn't take Scissor to come and drop that idea in your head. Sure. She just Why? confirmed it. <laughs> she just she just laying out illustrating the very system. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Yeah. I don't need her to tell me how to do it. Yeah. I know how to do it. But her her laying it out in a beautiful song puts the perfect soundtrack to my systematic demise. <laughs> yeah. Or even dressing a certain way. When you're a young girl, you just start, for some reason, start dressing different and all this stuff. It's like the same thing. Whether they saw it on TV or not, there's still a desire for these things. There was no TV at the time. And back in those days, and Paul still had to address it like, hey, guys, we need y'all to dress it modestly. Mm -hmm. Why are you not dressing modestly? Why do you have to nurture and teach that? Yes. Because innately in us, we have this desire to be seen. Pride of life. Yep. Do you understand? We got this desire to be desired. <laughs> Desires of the flesh. Yeah. Yep. We got this desire to be seen and be looked at as beautiful mm-hmm. by everyone but God. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you understand? Add that, yeah. Lust of the eyes. Mm-hmm. We are more, young ladies are more interested in being pleasing to the eyes of a man than to be pleasing to the eyes of God. Yeah. That's the reality. Yeah. Young men are more interested in being pleasing to the eyes of a woman or man, you know, nowadays. But God's eyes is not the ones they're interested in. Yeah. And we talked about that. But those are all playing to the three definite systematic things that are living in this world, which is lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. That's right. Those are the things that are driving us, and those are the things that we're fighting against. I'm no longer fighting against people. Mm-mm. I'm fighting to not conform against the system. That's how I fight the system, yeah. by not conforming. I also fight it by sharing others the truth of the system and helping them to unplug yeah, and not so conform. like how Morpheus did in nature. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He said, hey, man, red or blue pill? No difference. No going I'm saying, back. Choose ye this day who yeah. you will serve. Yep. God or mammon. What are we saying? We saying red pill, blue pill. Yep. You can't go back once you take it. Yeah. He said, those who have tasted in this knowledge, he said, you can never return. Yep. He said, you return is like a dog going back to his vomit. Once you pull somebody out the system, man, mm-hmm. they no, they no longer are can be in their ignorance with it. Nope. They're fully aware doing it. Fully aware. Fully knowledgeable. That's why, just the scriptures that help us to understand this. Um, uh, I love this translation, so I'm going to read this. This is just a translation of Romans 12 and 2. It says, don't become so well-adjusted to the culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Wow. Instead, fix your attention on God. Mm. We have to, that's what we're fighting against. Mm -hmm. There's tons of people out here fighting against homosexuality and against abortion and every other hot button issue of the evangelicals, not realizing that in their fight for that, they have sunk themselves back into a culture and a system that makes them not pleasing to God. Mm. You like, you look at these evangelicals out here spitting and screaming and berating people, and they're supposed to be people who love one another. That's that's. It's so contradictory. You want to know how we become contradictory as Christians? Easy. We focus on people yep. instead of the system. Yep. 
And when we focus on people, we, we miss slip it. right back into yeah, the Yeah, that's system. why I just said well, even without thinking. It's like without you're thinking. so focused on the thing, the person, that you're not even thinking about what the bigger thing is. You're so focused on that young girl wearing a long dress that you realize she can still pull it up as long as she has a mind connected to a system. Yep. So focus on her not wearing makeup. She can disguise herself in many other ways. Yes. She can become desirable in many other ways. So focus on guys not being gay. You don't focus on the system that produces homosexuals, also produces Debbie dads. <laughs> yes, philanderers, all of it. Womenizers, yep. misogynists. So you happy he don't like men. Or abusers. But you don't realize yeah. what he's doing to women. Yeah. Or, or care. Yeah, as long as he not gay. <laughs> as long as he not gay. Yeah, and y'all, you don't, you think that don't exist in the church? Oh, I know. We literally had a conversation I've heard with someone. Yeah. Then we just have, we had a conversation with somebody who was like almost appalled at the, the the dynamic of a man with a man. But the minute you said woman with a woman, it, it was like, oh, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> what? It happens. It happens. They have a phase. They have, they, no. It's just a phase they're going through. No. A phase that you seem to be a little bit more accepting of when it's woman and woman. But when it's man and man, you like, phase that out. <laughs> Don't want, we got to be honest here. Yes. We say we here to talk real church matters. We talking that we, real church matters. This is real church matters. We got to start to focus that there's a system that we are slipping back into mm-hmm. because we're focused on the minutia. Of what it produces instead of cutting it at the root. And it does, like that scripture says, causes dissension. It causes confusion because you don't know what Christians, all Christians are just all over the place. You think Satan we look ain't like happy? the Republicans. You We're think, just all over the you place. You think Satan ain't happy that 33% or something like that of the world, of, the, of Americans consider themselves Christians? Mm-hmm. But we aren't unified as thirty three percent on anything. No, that we're device. That we're, there's so much divisiveness and so much discord and strife within the churches. Not just your local body, which is full of strife and division, but just in the whole concept of Christianity. Yes, it's so much division based on what desires. Yes, people want and they can't have. That's all it is. Why you think, you know, you look at non-denominationals. Yeah, people are eager to break away from people, from from conglomerates right. like AME and Kojic. Because why, why do I want to be a part of something that gets the lion's share of the money and gets the lion's share of the attention as a big conglomerate when I can just be my own Lone Ranger and all that money can get heaped on me? Even that. Everything is still about lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life, even though it's in the name of God. Mm. And this is what they were, Jesus came to fight against. Yes. He came to fight against it. James 1, 27, what does he say? Or James uh, 4, 4. He says, you adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Now, he's not talking about being friends <laughs> With your coworker, that's what people use it as. I've heard. I it. know. He's not talking about being friends, sitting at a, sitting at your house with your cuz who 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 want to roll up some weed and, and, and hey, I don't want nobody smoking in front of me more than a man on the moon. You gonna respect me just off of that? But to say I can't talk with you, right? Put that away, and we can sit and talk. We can. We don't have to. I can love you. Right. I can be befriend you. I can, and I don't have to 
beat you down. No, and that, that's even what Jesus did. Like, Jesus is the greatest example. Like, he never came until he talked to prostitutes. He talked to all kinds of people. What do you didn't... think he was talking about with the <laughs> prostitutes at the table? Some people, y'all got to really think about this. Do you think Jesus was sitting there with the with, with Mary Magdalene, sitting there with, with this woman, and he like, you know you're going to hell, right? Would, do you think she would sit with him every day? <laughs> do you think she going to follow a man Mm-mm. who's like this? Hey, um, good morning. How you doing, Mary? You know, I, I know I talked about this yesterday, but I just want to make sure you know, as long as you keep sleeping with men, you're going to burn in hell. Yeah. No. He, he fought he, against the yes, system. Yes, he slowly says, unplugged her from the system. It, it ain't even slowly in the sense that he focused on what mattered. Right. It says that he cast seven demons out of Mary. Mm. That's embarrassing. Come, come on. <laughs> come on now, guys. Come on. Yeah. You say you love you, you say you tired of the way your family act and stuff, but you can't cast a demon out of a paper bag. Come let's come on. Let's be real here. You talk is cheap. He said Jesus cast seven demons out of her. Why? Because he had to disconnect her from the system. Mm-hmm. Disconnecting people from the system isn't telling them they're in the system. Doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. It's fighting the system at the root. If some, if some, if you're caught by something, mm-hmm. am I going to keep pulling you while you caught on it? <laughs> you in a bear trap, and I'm just yanking you. You're making you it like, worse. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> That's not working for us. Right. You're hurting me even more. Mm-hmm. I'm about to lose my foot. The harder you pull, this unmovable object still is locked on to me. Yes. You need to go to the trap. Yes. Mm. That's it. He went to the trap. (laughs) Literally. Yes, literally. (laughs) Two chains trap. (laughs) He went to the trap Uh and loosed her. Mm. That's why he said, he said, anything that's bound on earth is bound in heaven. Anything loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. We have to loose people. From the system. Mm. And we don't know how to do it. We think that you telling them what they obviously know looses them from the system. Jesus even said, he said, this kind cometh by fasting and prayer. You love your family so much, when last time you fasted for them? Yes. Love your family so much, when last time you prayed for them? It's not that serious, though. Not that serious. It, it, I just need to tell them. Mm-hmm. They making small improvements, you know. I really ever since I told him, I kept it real with him. I said, "You keep you keep sleeping around, you gonna burn in hell, huh?" We free people from the system when we attack the system and not them. Yes, and that's so deep because it even brings up love. Because how could you love someone if you treating them like they're it's their fault? Like when you make it about the. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to destroy the system. Mm -hmm. Come on now. Got to fix the system. Even God said he wiped out all people. Mm -hmm. He said, I'll never do that again. Mm -hmm. He said he came to terms with the fact that the heart of man was continually evil. Evil. Mm -hmm. He said, you know what? I, I, I tried to save them by pulling them instead of grabbing the trap. Yes. He said, I'll never destroy you like that again. Mm-hmm. He said, next time, it'll be by fire. He said, but it, when I come with the fire, it'll be because 
you decided to stay in the trap, mm. not that you were stuck in there anymore. Wow. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. We got to fight. We don't know how to fight this thing, mm-hmm. know how to deal with this thing. He says, you're not supposed to be friends with the world. He said, a friend with the world is enmity against God. When we are connected to the system, yes. lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, proud of like we are fleshly. Christians engage with that, the, that stuff way too much. The you, system, not you, the world. We yeah. talking about the system. Yes. We, we flirt with it way too much. We flirt with it way too much. Having, I don't care if you listen to gospel music all day. I don't care. You still are flirting with the system. The system is not a radio station. Mm-mm. The system is not a TV station. You're still flirting with the system. This not propagated through media, but the system of less of the flesh, less of the eyes, the pride of life. You yes. know what broadcasts that system? You. Yep. Yep. <laughs> this is what people don't understand. Yeah. The thoughts you allow to, you know, marinate in you about, you know, the things you want and your envy, you all that stuff. you naturally produce? Your heart is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? You naturally produce these things. No different than you taking in oxygen and expelling carbon monoxide. Yep. You are constantly expelling death. Yes. Until you renew your mind, you transform your mind, and you stop conforming to the system that produces those things. You are still in the system even when you think you morally good. Mm-hmm. I yep. don't kill nobody. I don't rape nobody. I don't do that. I don't do that. I'm the sweetest person. I care sweetest about everyone. And we world. can talk about this because we we are we've been those people, and we struggle with not comparing to ourselves it. to a the worldly standard that we thought was being taught, mm-hmm. not realizing I was hooked into a system that was still producing Same desires yes. in me. They produce sin in me. They produce death in me. Yes. That's why even when people look at their kids and they wonder how they turn certain ways and how they got addicted to things and stuff, it's like you have to realize the things that you struggle with and how you l- allow those spirits to yeah. kind of influence your kids. They'd and be like, you see a kid do something, and you'd be like, who showed you that? <laughs> yeah, come on now. You see a kid, uh, one time they, they saw these two kids and they were kissing and stuff. And they say they must have saw their parents. So, trust me. They ain't got to see nothing. They ain't got to see <laughs> a thing. Yeah. No different than there ain't no monkeys don't take sex ed. <laughs> no. Monkeys ain't walk in on some, some humans doing it and say, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, I'm going to take this back to the jungle. No. Monkeys do what monkeys do. The same way the Bible says that when we were darkening our understanding, we were as beasts. Mm-hmm. Led by our desires. Yep. I was watching this show and they showed these people were going through a safari and a monkey just jumped up on the roof of the car, jumped off, grabbed a female monkey, brought her to the roof of the car and started getting down. <laughs> on top of the car. On top of the car. And the kids start screaming like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Nobody had to teach it's them the that. It's the same thing with people. You see people, people doing it on the train. Do, I've do, seen all kinds of things. We was on that train. Yes, remember, remember that one yes, time? Yes, I remember. We had to get out the car and go to another yeah. train car because, listen, this is the system. This is the system. How can somebody drive a car through a crowd of people? How can they not? Yeah, that's the real question. With this system, if you saw, yeah. How can they not? I'm surprised there isn't more chaos based on the system that we have indoctrinated ourselves into. Mm. I understand Nelson Mandela's quote. 
But he says you had to teach evil. You had to teach hatred. Hate, hatred. But but you didn't have to teach hatred. Which you, what these people have done is taught them how to actualize, apply it, it how yeah. to apply it, mm-hmm. how to focus it. Yes. But the very thing that they had to work with was in them from the beginning, from the time the doctor smacked them on the butt. Come on now, y'all sat and watched kids before you watched them be mean to each other. You watch kids are the, the kids meanest are so people evil. you ever. They they just say hurt, hurtful, hateful things. They do. They do hateful things. Yeah. These things ain't taught to them. They're not taught to them. How to do them is taught. But the thing that drives that, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that heartless nature that makes it so it's born into they it. can feel they don't feel nothing when they do these things. Come on, man. Let's let's keep going further. He says, therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. This system is what God hates. He don't hate people. He loves people. Yeah, you saying, well, he said he he loved the world in John 3.16. Come on. Let's get to the point where in the Bible we understand they use the same English word, but it means multiple things. Yes. That were lost in translation, but you better understand. And if you don't understand, you got to at least come to some understanding of some of that stuff. You don't need to go to seminary school. You just need to listen to people and study a little bit. I'm not even saying go through full university courses. <laughs> I'm just saying understand there's a translation thing that's going on that making you lose sight of some of some powerful meanings. The world that he's talking about is people in John 3.16. The world that he's talking about here is a system. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing, that system and what it's full of. He said, don't love it. He said, you love that stuff, you're an enemy against me. Yep. I consider you a hostile. James 1.27 says, religion that is pure and undefiled before God, the Father, is this. To visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Mm. Our job, our fight begins with not conforming and it ends with love. Sorry. Begins with not conforming and it ends with love. Helping people. People are like, what What can I do for all of this, the, the, the hate that's out here in the world? What you can do is not be connected to the hate. Push yourself away from the things that produce hate. That's right. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. And then love one another. Mm-hmm. Do all you can for those you can. Yes. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, for the man who has the things of this world and does sees his brothers in need and gives it not. He that's said, a that's a sin. Yeah. That's what it's he no means different. by in the world but not of it. In the world, but not of it, means I can have the things of this world, but use them for heavenly things. Mm. There you go. Yep. Being in the world and of the world is a person who has the things of this world and consumes them upon their own lust, their own flesh, their own pride. Sir. You want to break from the system? Start teaching that. Philippians 2.15, he said... That you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish Mm. in the midst of what? A crooked Crooked and and twisted twisted generation. generation, Among whom you shine as lights in the the world. world. Mm. 
We're supposed to be that light that shows them the way out of darkness that disconnects them from the system. Yeah. First John 2.15 through 17. I'm running through these scriptures because all of them are so important. He says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. That's right. That, these are vital scriptures. There's people who are preaching and teaching right now who love the money their people give them at the church more than the people. <laughs> yeah. The love of the Father is not in him. I don't care how good he preaching. Love of the Father is not in him because ambition has preceded obedience. Mm. Love of himself has preceded love of others. He has it wrong. Yes. And we wonder why things get perverted so much. Yeah. It does. It, but but the home but the homo is the problem. Okay. I haven't heard that in a while. It was home short for homosexual. I know. They're not the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not the problem. The system is. You can, if you changed what we focused on, even what we established in our households. Yes. People be so frustrated, worried about their children being gay. You know, I need to get him around more men. You you really don't. You really don't. What you need to do is get him around the word. Get him connected to the truth. Sorry. Teach him that there's things that matter in this world that are greater than the things of this world. Yeah. If you teach that. And you're making it evident in your life as well. Like you make it <laughs> evident in your life. Yeah. You're being the light. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? If you're doing that. You have done a that that child a service that not just prevents them from being gay, yeah, but connects them with the father so that they can partake in his love, yes, and be guided by his truth. It's deeper than that. It is. I, you know, I, I've been talking a lot about homosexuality today, but I wanted to to use the things. That are the poster childs of worldly. Yeah, I was about to, to say church. that that's where the conversation's that's at. Where the anyway, conversation so is. Where real church matters. And out anybody here. that's not those top thin things, they feel like they good. Yeah. Oh, I'm you not, turn, yeah. I'm definitely not gay. I'm definitely not fornicating. Or I'm not cheating on my wife or spouse. I'm not stealing. I'm good. I'm I'm good money. Whatever the the top ten things are in your circle, your sphere of morality. Yeah, it's different. It ain't. The and ten it's even worse nowadays with millennials because you know they're all into giving back and you know humanitarianism yeah. and it's just. What's the use in having love if you can't if you still are conform to a system that can pervert that love? Yep. Oh my goodness. How can how do you even get married? I'm trying to figure out how do people get married. It, 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 uh, even assume that you are able to actualize love if you're not connected to the source of love. Yep. People be like, "There's no love anymore in this world." There never was. <laughs> so why are y'all trying to produce something from nothing? Mm. Doesn't work. Not, something from nothing is nothing. That's basic math right there. That's basic <laughs> math. You like? I, there's no good men out here. What you're really saying is there's no God men out here. Yes. There's no God men. And you should probably stop looking anyway. But that's a whole other issue. But there, a God man can produce something from something. 
He's never something, but he has something in him. Mm-hmm. Greater is he that is in me than he, he that is, is in the, the world. world. I can love my family now. I can love myself now yes. because I have love in me. I have something foreign in me mm-hmm. that has transformed me from what I used to conform to. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yep. Look Look at this. John 18, 36 says, Jesus answered him and said, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting. Mm. But I might not be delivered over to the Jews, but my kingdom is not from from this this world. world. See, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. places. People don't like to say these things because it's spooky. (laughs) Yeah. It's easier to say we wrestle against racism. Against bigotry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's easy to say we wrestle against David Duke and Donald Trump <laughs> mm-hmm. and Ed Bannon. Because it makes Steve sense. Bannon. What yeah. is it? I say Ed Bannon. Lord, I'm sorry, Ed Bannon. I, I think Ed, Ed Bannon, is used to, he was a college player for UCLA. His name is Ed O'Bannon. But I'm sorry, Ed. <laughs> Steve Bannon and all these other characters, it's easy to say we wrestle and fight against them. Because it's not spooky, doesn't really take faith, and doesn't call for you to be walking in the spirit. Yes. That's stuff you can see. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's bringing it back you, to, it's rather, easier to understand. Here's, here's the thing, Antoinette. <laughs> let's be truthful, woke people. I'd rather hold a sign than be a light. Come on I'm now. I'm going to just let that rock. <laughs> I'd rather hold a sign than be a light. Or these days, just put a post. You don't even got you know, <laughs> These people don't even go Yeah, out. I'd rather put a post up than actually be a living epistle. Yeah. Or even with their kids. They'd rather drag your kids to church every Sunday than actually live something and yeah. actually have to do the hard work every day. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather do all of that than not conform. Not conform. You see, that's the, the, the when we get into the conversations about boycotting stuff, and people be like, it, "All black people gotta do is stop buying all the stuff we we taking up. <laughs> we buy all the things. We we are the highest uh, purchaser of Mercedes Benz. We are the highest purchaser Jordans, yeah, of Jordans. That. There's a liquor store in every corner for a good reason because we <laughs> buy all the liquor." Why though? Right. I'm I'm glad you got all those interesting got little the stats. stats. We got that. Okay. Why? <laughs> Why can you not tell everybody? Why can the black people not unite and stop buying these things? Because we live by a system, sir. A system of lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. I want my justice and my peace, but I also want my polo fleece. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That was a personal one for you right there. But But do you understand? Mm -hmm. People want their cake and eat it too. Yes. You don't get it. If you say that you really fight in the system, then fight the system. Mm -hmm. The real system. That's right. You can't get people to boycott like that because they still are appealing to their desires. They want to be free, but they don't want to be 
free. Even how I used to talk, like I wrote about it in my blog. Like I wanted to still be able to flirt with, you know, the even the thoughts and the ideas of things. And Absolutely. even though I was still, you know, withholding this standard within myself, I wasn't. We don't want to fight against the thing that actually hurts us. Mm-hmm. When you say you don't fight against flesh and blood, you fight against rulers, against authorities, cosmic powers over the present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. You saying I'm fighting against what's warring in me. me. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. And that hurts. It I does. just want to punch David Duke in the face. I don't want to. Come on now. I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just want to blow up an abortion clinic. I don't really want to deal with me. Yeah. I just want to scream, whole queers go to to hell. I I just want to, you know what I'm saying? I just want to do, I want to have a target that I can attack that in in hurting them also pleases me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to fight a target that in hurting it, it hurts hurts me. me. Yes. Yep. And that goes back to what we were saying. When you don't deal with things that's in you, you back to being bringing up kids. You you allow those things to go into your kids because you're not dealing with the things in you. The things that hurt. What am I saying? I'm basically saying Galatians six fourteen, where he says, "Be f- but far, far be it, but far be it from me to boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ." By which the world has been crucified to me mm. and I to the world. Mm. He says, man, you want to swing a knife? Swing it to cut yourself off from the world. Mm. Sorry. It hurt. It does. Detaching yourself from the thing you've been plugged into hurts. Mm-hmm. I love the way they did it in the Matrix. Like, he took the pill. Next thing you know, he's like <laughs> naked, popping out of this little. Yeah, then the things was unplugging thing from him. Unplugging like, from <laughs> It hurts to disconnect. It does. It's a jarring experience. It it's does. disorienting it does. to disconnect. But once you disconnect, you're free. Yep. He said, You want to fight somebody? Fight that. That's right. That's the thing that hurts you but frees you at the same Mm. time. That's right. Come on, man. Come on. (laughs) Come on, man. Look, he said, Jesus said, Luke 12, 49, 51. He came to do that. He said, I came to cast fire on the earth and would that it were already kindled. He said, I came to cast fire on the earth, but I wished it was already fire. <laughs> I wish it was already lit. That's <laughs> what he was saying. You know, kindle and lit, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. He said, I came to cast fire on the earth, and I wish it was already lit. Mm-hmm. I have a baptism to be baptized with. He was talking about the suffering he had to endure. And how great is my distress until it is accomplished. Mm. He said, I came to do something and I'm distressed. I'm worried until it actually is fulfilled. Mm. He said, do you think that I have come to give peace on earth? No. I tell you, but rather division. Mm-hmm. Now you saying, wait. Force, you said that the division is no, this is a different type of division. That's right. He came to separate the world from the world. <laughs> yes. The people from the system. Yes. But he knew that it would hurt. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you 
they tell you don't don't pull the bullet out yet till we get to the hospital mm-hmm. because if you pull it out it, he's going to bleed out right he's like it's going to hurt him to detach him if i don't have something there to fix it that's right jesus came to pull us away but be the fix that's right and a lot of this fixing takes place in our mentality. Like we're saying, like when Jesus, you know, did a sermon on the Mount, he was telling people he was changing the way they thought about, you know, hate, uh, divorce and, you know, all these things that they had pre-existing thoughts about. And to he divide them yeah. from the thoughts that they were attached to. Yep. He, he come, come the straight laws, out. All of that stuff. Straight out the gate in Matthew 5 to Matthew chapter 7. Mm-hmm. Come straight out the gate. Talk about divorce. He said, ah, no, no, no. That's not. Or the- even hatred. He said, if it's in your heart, it don't matter if you kill somebody. You, yeah, you did it you in your heart. You did it in your heart. He come to show them there's a system greater than the one they were living by. Yep. He come to transform their way of, of thinking. thinking. When we talk about a system, you want to know God's system? Because we didn't talk about God's system. Read Matthew 5, chapter 5 through Matthew chapter 7. Mm-hmm. He lets you know about the system, his system. Sorry. He lets you know about his kingdom, God's kingdom. Sorry. We go from lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life, to love, joy, peace, kindness, meekness, long-suffering, gentleness. Temperance. Sound like a good trade to me. This is what it's all about. Pulling ourselves from the system. Fighting the fight that matters. If you want to sign a petition, if you want to go out and rally, if you want to march, if you want to do a candlelight vigil, that's fine. You can do all of those things. I, I want people to be active and committed. The more you show that you're aware, it's great. And you might be able to help and, and enlighten people to the greater issue. But if you're doing all of that, but you're still conforming to this world, you're working backwards. You're contradicting yourself. Yep. While you say you're fighting the system, you're still attached to the very system that produces the hate that you hate. And it's the same way when you want to, if you want to make an impact in your family and your kids and all that stuff, it, you can't be connected to that system. It's, a, it's the same way. Episode 28. This one was a little heavy. It's a little weighty. It's all a blur. I got to listen back to this one. <laughs> There's a lot of good <laughs> stuff in there. But one thing we just want to want you to know is that is if you don't deal with these matters, then we can't say that we're the real church. We can't. See, because these matters are the wrinkles and the blemishes that God said he's looking for the church to be without. That's right. So if we ignore these wrinkles and blemishes on the church's garment, we won't be ready for him. Episode 28, I'm Forrest Hall. That's when that's. Swiss. What? What did you just say? <laughs> you don't like saying your last name. What's wrong with you? I don't know. People don't know you. Like you gotta say you had a whole That's name. That's on Allen. Thank you. It's just weird to say it sounds so like formal. It is formal. <laughs> You're introducing yourself to people on a on an every week basis. <laughs> Y'all hear him fussing at me. I'm sorry. Antoinette this Allen. This is normal, by the way. This is how I usually go. Antoinette Allen, Forest Hall, episode 28, Real Church Matters. God bless. We love We you. are out. <laughs> <laughs>